Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Good evening, Zimbabwe. ZFM Sport on a Tuesday. Top it Tuesday here on ZFM Stereo, my station, your station. The team is here. Mike Mandora, Chris Meadzi, our producer, Shonta Firenika. My name is Barry Manandi, and hopefully a bit later on, we'll be joined by our resident football pundit, Alois Bunjira. On the show today, on the home front, a forensic audit into the Zimbabwe Football Association, ZIFA Financial Records, has identified financial leakages amounting to almost 2 million US dollars and 112 Zimbabwe million Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe uh, dollars uh, have uh, has surfaced and we'll be talking about that uh, in the first part of the show. In our Formula 1 report, proudly brought to you by Zimoko, Daniel Ricciardo has indicated a lack of options is not the only reason he won't be on the Formula 1 grid in 2023, insisting he needs a break from the sport to reset. In Around the World in 60, we have updates from Australia, England and the United States. And the second half of the show is the beautiful game and we're camping out at the Ballon d'Or Awards where Karim Benzema says he has become more ambitious with age as the Real Madrid and France striker won the Ballon d'Or last night and dedicated his trophy to the people. Barcelona midfielder Alexia Puteas won the Ballon d'Or for a second successive year, becoming the first woman to win the award twice since it launched in the year 2018. And Barca's 18-year-old midfielder Javi was overcome with gratitude as he was crowned the world's best under-21 footballer. Hi, this is Benjamin Locke. I'm on the Zimbabwe Davis Cup team, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Uh, that remix of Fire Emoji leading us into almost talking about Zifa because first we've got a local sports news roundup. But don't forget, send through your messages 0731168045. Some of the figures that we saw uh, the directors at Zifa earning. I want to go to Zifa now. I think the decision is made because you. Yeah, the eye-watering sounds uh, 0731168 Can I tell you there's been a bit of feedback uh, on that uh, song on that the we track. played on the track right. uh, so uh, I don't like it so that's someone who's yeah. definitively Enough come out and say you know what I don't like it yeah. uh, and then you've got Anza Ha Anzi Paati Anzi Pez Junu Kungechi Anzi Fire Emoji so someone has obviously of course uh, uh, you know enjoyed the lyrics yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go well you got to listen to the lyrics so uh, uh, mixed review so far do let us know whether you like uh, that remix is it better than the original I always think you know what if the original is good don't tamper with it no, too leave much the re- leave the original alone especially if it's good you're just wrecking it anyway we're talking about Zifa straight after a local sports news roundup here's Chris The Home Front local sports news and analysis 
We'll start off with some cricket news where the Zimbabwe under-19 women's cricket coach Trevor Petey believes the team's preparations for the inaugural ICC under-19 women's T20 World Cup are on track despite poor results. The team recently toured South Africa for a five-match series but suffered a whitewash. Both teams are using the tour to build steam ahead of the global showpiece which will be hosted by South Africa in January next year. Head over to Athletics News. Winner of the 2022 edition of the Ikinet Vic Falls Marathon, Jonathan Chinyoka and Matabele Land based in Kosia Zisibanda are among the top runners who have been registered for the Binga Kasa Mbapezi Marathon. The duo are part of 300 athletes who have registered for the annual race that will be held at Binga Center next Saturday. Chinyoka runs for the Zimbabwe Prisons and Correctional Services team while Sibanda is affiliated with the Blanket Mine in Gwanda. Finish off with some handball news. All the International Handball Federation Zone 6 matches will now take place at Chitungu's Aquatic Complex as the City Sports Centre is not ready to is not ready to host matches. The competition that got underway today featuring under 18 and under 20 teams. The two facilities were being spruced up ahead of the regional tournament but following an inspection last night to assist the competition venues all matches were moved to Chitungu's. A little bit embarrassing. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. All right, now a forensic audit into the Zimbabwe Football Association Zifa Financial Records has identified financial leakages amounting to almost 2 million US dollars and 112 million Zimbabwe dollars. The loss of revenue is from selected areas, giving the impression that a full scale audit would unearth even more rot. The partial audit covers the period between the 1st of December 2018 and the 21st of November 2021. UK based football pundit. Marco Gold Mutimkulu says he is both excited and disappointed in equal measure. Excited because we finally have paper trail and proof of what we have been saying all these years. You know, in legal terms, they will tell you that the burden of proof lies on the accuser so we've been looking at our football association at our fa and we looked at it and said look there's something just not right the waters are not as stable as we want them to be something fishy is going on and the guys we've been inside they will tell us no 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 it's because you're outside you don't know exactly what goes on but when such a document finds its way into the public domain I'm excited, I'm also excited that inside the system, speaking for myself, the document that I've been serializing I got it from inside the system I'm excited because inside the system we have men and women of honor who believe in doing the right thing so that we have this, we have this information we've got this evidence and inside the system we have people of honor who are ready to do the right thing, that excites me what disappoints me is the absence of national anger after these revelations. In other aisles, this would have been such a big, big issue, but not in our land. You get the feeling that it's a case of that disappoints me. What also disappoints me is our failure as a nation, as a nation rather, to situate 
this development in the grand scheme of things, what does this mean? Does this mean that FIFA's position of no Kamambo, no border will change because of these revelations? There appears to be excitement along those lines, but the truth is, it doesn't mean that. Because this is not the first time that FIFA are being made aware of these developments because these books were audited before and this same chartered accountants raised the same issues and made FIFA aware. But why did not FIFA make such a big issue of it? Look, FIFA operates on its own rules. I always tell close associates that it's like mafia. Money in the mafia is said to be missing when the mafia says it's missing. Until they say that money is resting somewhere. So it's not up to us or the SRC to start running and saying, look, look, look what's happening here, look what's happening here. The question will be, whose money has gone missing? Because if you were to analyze that report carefully, like I've done, you will realize that money that has come from government, money that has come from the SRC has been accounted for and has got paper trail. But it is the COVID funds where guys on the Ziffer board gave themselves US $15,000 each when football needed life and they gave the clubs and, and other affiliates money at the interbank exchange rate, arguing that it was the legal thing to do. But the auditors have told us, no, 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 no. Ziffer fed us hogwash. They paid the would be beneficiaries in local currency. But they paid themselves as the board $15,000 each. And that really makes me sick to the bone. But it is a good thing that we are here. Because we start to question the quality of leaders that we have, we have elected over the years. We have always believed that well, this should have proven us wrong, isn't it? Because the guys that we have elected they have showed us that anyone has got a prize. But where do we go from here? Let's situate this in the grand scheme of things. We're supposed to ask questions about FIFA money. Is either FIFA or the ZIFA councillors. These questions are asked to who? To the Kamambo board. And these are the people that should be making noise. And the absence of national anger means, well, we'll just go on and on. But I hasten to add that we have not had the last of this audit report. More is coming. See. <laughs> An ominous threat by Marco Gold talking about the fact that uh, the last of this audit report has not been published. There is more to come. Now, the draft report uh, that is circulating on social media leaked on Sunday, two days after it was reportedly uh, given to Zifa board members to study it ahead of the uh, October 29th extraordinary general meeting. Uh, BDO Zimbabwe Chartered Accounts acted on instruction of the Zifa restructuring committee conducted the five-month-long investigation at the end of September. Now, we know there uh, is uh, 2 million USD and uh, 112 million Zim dollars that has magicked away <laughs> or is unaccounted for as a result or consequence of uh, this audit and it makes for very, very interesting reading. Let us know your thoughts. 0731 1680045. Michael, I don't know if we're sitting fees, COVID fees or whatever the case may be. 15K.
deposited in board members' accounts. Uh, come on, I think walked away with like 20, 20 grand. Yeah, 20. Uh, uh, there, there was actually a hierarchy. There uh, was. Uh, come on with the most. Uh, I think yep. Machana, uh, as the vice president, uh, active yes, vice president, landed on 18. <laughs> he landed on, on 18. And then, of course, the other guys, I think, at uh, 15,500 uh, US dollars each. Uh, exactly. So, uh, so uh, not a bad stipend. A, ha- a handsome amount. A handsome amount indeed. But uh, I think what it does is that it gives us the tip of the iceberg. However, um, I think the Zifa board, it, this also gives us another side of the of the picture, whereby Zifa has been meticulous about accounting for the government funds to ensure that they're not uh, at risk of getting now nicked. Th- th- this puts for paid, the government funds. This puts paid to the argument that you guys put forth a couple yeah, of yeah. weeks ago, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. where you say that perhaps a criminal uh, case it could does, be found yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for Zifa in terms of their yeah. abuse and muse, misuse of government funds and the other fan, uh, funds that they could be held accountable to. Mm. Now, when it comes to FIFA funds, unfortunately, yeah. again, these guys have been clever, realizing that the government and the SRC have got no jurisdiction whatsoever over the running of those funds. Yes, the money came from FIFA, and yes, to run out Mariaka Jikiwa, but Marco rightfully points out that the only people that can hold Kamambo's feet to the fire are FIFA, mm. who can then demand accountability for their own funds. So right now, we're really hoping uh, for uh, FIFA to swing round to our point of view. Mm-hmm. We know that Maria Gajgiwa, yes. money has we been getting shout mm. uh, at Zifa from time immemorial. Yeah. Audits have been done. Mind you, this is not the first audit to yeah, actually point yeah. to leakages and uh, pilferage at Zifa. Mm-hmm. And FIFA hitherto has not taken any action. So again, we are at the mercy of FIFA. I was, uh, you know, that, yeah. that's the sad part. It and is sad, we, yeah. It's not to justify anything. It's not. But for me, I always look at FIFA, not from a professional point of view. I always view FIFA's actions and what they are liable to do from political point of view. Mm. Because they are afraid to make any precedences yeah. that are going to cause them headaches in the future. In the future so yeah. whilst they may be able to see, you know what, for FIFA, it's the consideration is simply that it's a drop in the ocean, in the tiny, ocean, a tiny drop in the o- ocean. Because we're saying, yeah, mm. you, 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 two million US, you're saying two million US dollars yeah, yeah, yeah. for an organisation which this year alone in Qatar mm. is expected to make upwards of ten billion, billion yeah. US yeah, dollars. Yeah. So it's 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 a it's a drop in the ocean. And listen, you're you're not going to fill the ocean with with drops, are you? Well, one drop at a time, as they say. But FIFA. And I quote Marco Gold, Chris, the mafia. Money is said to be missing from the mafia when the mafia says there's money missing from the mafia. And FIFA has not said there's money missing. So in truth, we are still beholden unto uh, FIFA. So the money uh, and misuse of funds doesn't seem like it's going to be the route to conquer at Zifa House. Not necessarily. And you know what? When you take a look at where we've come so far in terms of FIFA, there were allegations that were laid against um, members of Zifa in terms of those abuses. What did FIFA say? Reinstate Kamambo ETC. We're about to, to probably send these numbers across to FIFA as well, potentially. Who knows? But... We're going to get, unfortunately, the same response. And like Mike said, this is a tiny, tiny, tiny amount of money in exchange for 
you know, maintaining what the status quo is at FIFA. FIFA's concern is always that they don't want to set a precedent because when you take a look at the number of nations who make up FIFA, what is the repercussion of making this one decision? Mm. Even if they say, okay, we're going to look at the numbers. The next time there's a similar issue in another, let's say it's Kenya next. Okay, Kenya's already happening. It's already <laughs> Nicaragua. At the moment. Yeah. In Nicaragua. Yeah. Let's say there's an issue in Nicaragua. The next, t- Nicaragua is going to say, in the case of Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe on yeah. such and such a date, you took a look at their numbers. This is not even to and say a decision has been yeah. made. Yeah. So just that repercussion on FIFA's part, these numbers I think are enough to enrage the public mm. and we are enraged. But that is unfortunately the extent of what can be done with these funds. If the government funds have been accounted for, which is where the case was, then it really ties the hands of the SRC and uh, that restructuring committee because your findings are fantastic yeah. and we can see that there's been pilferage. But what do we do now? They, they, they just simply don't want a situation, Barry. The precedence here is they don't want a situation where governments will be able to be the power brokers as far as football as is concerned. Yeah. They, they way, want yeah. one center of power. Absolutely. And it must be in Zurich. Alois, there must be a moral argument because now we have... Uh, almost the proof. Yeah, look, it's uh, courtesy of a leaked dollar document uh, and we're waiting for it to then be published uh, uh, officially and released officially. Uh, but certainly on the bits and pieces, extracts that we found out of this leaked document, uh, there is gross abuse of funds, funds that ought to be directed towards football and football is actually being mis- maladministrated. We've known that, but in truth, being mistreated. Yeah, uh, the, uh, this is uh, this is a situation that we have always known that FIFA always say reinstate Kanombo. We, we have known that, you know, uh, like Marco said, uh, they will say that it's our money, not your money. Mm. And uh, Chris said it, that they, they don't want to say the president where they they start with Zimbabwe and everybody else will start saying you did that in Zimbabwe. So come on and do it here. So we are we are not going to have any anything that is coming uh, from from FIFA mm. as far as money is concerned. Like we said, the only uh, hope was for those. Uh, what you call sexual harassment charges, mm. yeah. the abuse yeah. of the girls, yeah. yes. the women. Those, those are the only ones that we could have pinned. Uh, of which FIFA, FIFA will say we acted, we suspended. Uh, is it Orbejor? Uh, he's, he's 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 out. Well, we banned him. Uh, yeah, it, 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 yeah, but it it, it, it didn't come like uh, in a in a way that it was supposed to be. We we didn't really uh, as Zimbabwe put um, much pressure on the, the on, on, on the case, yeah. you know. So for me, it's not FIFA; it's the council mm-hmm. that can save Zimbabwean football. Yeah. It is actually the council because the council can actually put to task. Zifa, the but Zifa the, board, but the council. Where, what, sorry, sorry to yeah. butt in, but the council can only act and act credibly if Kamambo is in office, surely. Of course, of course, yes. Remember, better remember, my argument has always been we will retain him. He will have to return. He will have to come back. My argument was why are we in a rush to bring him back? You see, but he will have to come back. Yeah. And the council is the one that is going to act. FIFA is not going to act, forget it. Mm. It's the council that can put to task with the guys. My people are development. I'm going to give 15,000 each. He can't say much. Because council do not have now. These people were put in there by the council. But if we don't have a council that acts, then we, 
our public anger, like Marco said, we can scream as much as we want from outside. But we can only put pressure on the council to yeah. act. If our cries can only put pressure we, on we, the council we, to act. Mike, we saw we saw a cold war between. Uh, it wasn't really cold. It was a bit uh, very hot actually. War between the Premier Soccer League and Zifa uh, on the basis of these very COVID funds. Mm. Uh, the Premier League forms part of the assembly. Yeah, uh, Eighteen members of of the uh, assembly. The tragedy is that then the bulk of the assembly doesn't have skin in the game because you've got those representing area zones they're not even playing their own clubs they, they, they're not really uh, concerned that much when you go to the districts when you go to Nash NAF it's so the assembly in itself it's makeup also almost defeats us before we even start. Yeah, I still go back to the approach that was taken by, by the SRC that it was a wrong one. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, the heat and the pressure could have been uh, ratcheted up on Kamambo whilst he was in office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we, I think, would have found a lot more sympathy uh, from FIFA. Uh, and I think uh, Kamambo would have been put in a, in a rather tenuous position uh, simply by, of course, bringing up these things. I also want to go back before I forget and you know when we're talking about the, the, the case of the, the girls that were abused. You know, it's very difficult to pin that on Kamambo. Yeah, no. yeah, uh, you, yeah, you've got to, in all fairness, pin it on the on the, on, on, on the individuals, yeah. not on the board. Yeah, the, the, because uh, Ka- Kamambo can plead innocence and tell you, listen, I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's that one is down to Malandule and the other individuals uh, that are implicated that in, the scam, in the, in the uh, scam. That were fingered in the scam. So that one, I think it's very difficult to then get rid of an entire board mm. uh, based on the criminal activity of one or two individuals sure. uh, but going back to this one again I, I feel like strategy uh, we got the strategy wrong, wrong yeah. uh, and no one is defending uh, Kamambo and I think everyone uh, feels that Kamambo has got to go but I, I always go back to the fact that I think we could have done all these things we could have got the council to ratchet up the pressure we could have got the council to hold the feet of Kamambo to the fire whilst he was still in office how because though? they because do have the power the assembly the assembly did not do did not act did not did not uh, uh, Lift a finger. The the assembly was already compromised anyway. So, so how are they? So, how are they going to to lift a finger now? That's the question I I, I posed. Which is that the, the yes. Premier League. Because we saw the Premier League what, what, raise their voices, what, what we are but they hoping, were the only ones. What we're hoping the 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 the, the uh, councillors to do now. Why couldn't they have just done that when he was in office? And and that's 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 because our challenge. If, if we have changed, was it, was it possible? Was it possible for the why, why for the clean audit to be done? When Kamambo no, and Machano was it wasn't office. because they were, it wasn't going to happen. They were, they, they were not they going were, to get these figures. They, 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 they were going to frustrate. Uh, yeah, we're not going to get these figures. They, they were frustrated. Any any efforts yeah. of of, of uh, the the whether, whether it was a restructuring committee or so. Uh, but but we all agree that the audit, to be honest, doesn't have um, a, a lot of clout. Not it has cl- clout on the, the part of the morality. Yes, the morality. Of moral. Now we put them back. Every the whole nation knows what they did. We put them back there. I don't know if I'm. What did we do? We put them in the naughty corner. Who, who doesn't no, yeah, know yeah. what they've been doing? <laughs> I think now we have proof, but it doesn't. It doesn't stand up. Okay. It's just on the moral ground. Yeah. The messages are coming in. As a hello, great team. As Maria, I sat here and Ziaga, Adakamamba, Pindura. Audit is done, and the auditors call for what they call an exit meeting with the concerned people sure. to give their side of the story, explaining their position. Only after that can we definitively say money was stolen, and we. Didn't, we That's didn't from say, a man who has got a, but, 
uh, a, a keen insight on the processes. Indeed. And uh, if, if, so, if, so if right he now, notes, it's merely an accusation. Yeah, if he notes, we didn't say money was stolen. Mm. We, we said, and, and we're quite deliberate about choosing our words, we said that there is 2 million US dollars and 112 Zim, a million Zimbabwe dollars unaccounted for. That's because it's come out of the audit report. They have the right they to come and account just, for it. And they can come and account for oh, it. we got an Arsenal fan here says, ever since independence in Zimbabwe, that post has been taken by thieves. And uh, <laughs> when, when, no, we're not going to have a better person to run the football organization. Uh, then, Anza, I think uh, FIFA silence on the missing two million uh, US dollars. Anza, it may be some FIFA officials get kickbacks from Zifa. Nah, nah, I don't think so. Nah. Nah. Yeah, no, 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 this is money not accounted for that's that leakage but there is a whole lot more that is filtered out by like inflating my charges let's say they go to a traveling agent a traveling agent charges 1,500 for each player to fly to Zambia. Yeah. Uh, one, those charges uh, in uh, Pandari gets char- charging $250 for a room, night, a person yeah. sharing a night. All those things, those are all yeah. other issues. Yeah. But there will be, there will be, the Th- books this will is be just out of the like, COVID fund. This, yeah. yeah, this is just uh, a portion yeah. of the leakage. And, and there so, is a whole lot and more. And so back to the, back to the assembly, and, and in my view, the, the, the makeup of the assembly as it stands at the moment, defeats us before we even start anything. So whether uh, Kamambo comes back in yes. today or whatever the case may be, you've got only a few of the councillors who actually have skin in the game and unfortunately they're drawn out of uh, the Premier Soccer League who got money in Zim Dollar at a rate of uh, 1 is to 84 I think it was 82.56 uh, <laughs> To be honest, the only thing we can rely on now is human nature. It's yeah. for those people who yeah. are prejudiced to, to be very affected by the fact that they missed out on $15,500. Yeah. That is the only thing that we can rely on in terms of these funds and those councillors actually acting against the Zifa board. Anze, I think uh, FIFA only act up. Uh, Maria Kajiwa, uh, Kanaka Mambo and company are reinstated. Let us stop uh, giving one or other any platform to discuss Mario Yakabiwa. Uh, they are hoping that FIFA will take notice and stamp the authority and condemn Kamambo and company. But unfortunately, the only route for that to happen is to first reinstate Kamambo. Then we can all make noise about it and blame Kamambo and company and further ask FIFA to sanction Kamambo and company or force them to resign. Uh, yes, but it's unlikely that uh, FIFA will do that uh, <laughs> because uh, FIFA, um, listen, there is a, uh, there's no, there is an honor amongst <laughs> I was about to say which Among the mafia. Among the mafia. Among the mafia. Among the mafia. <laughs> which is what this message says, because what hurts most is that FIFA Yacho has a history of extreme corruption. If they come out and make any moves against Zifa for the same, then everyone in an elected post will likely not get an additional term. It's difficult to get an active thief to prosecute a fellow thief. Those are just some of the uh, messages that are coming through, of course, uh, uh, regards uh, this uh, situation. It's a real tough one and so uh, listen but the SRC of course has responded to that and has uh, instructed and advised uh, the country to wait for that extraordinary general meeting that's slated for October 2022 Uh, and then once it is published the audit report uh, and released officially uh, then we can draw conclusions from it as long as the auditors have permitted us to do so however when it's leaked we'll let you know right here on CFM Stereo and it's been
been leaked. So we're going to discuss it. All right, we've got our Formula One report, which is brought to you by Zamoko coming up next. That's a staple of our Tuesday show. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One report. The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoco, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoco, specialized service for special brands. Zimoko has been bringing a lot of new vehicles into the local market of late. The newest member to a glowing list of fresh models in the 2022 lineup is the new Mercedes-Benz GLA. The new GLA is the perfect package of compact design and spacious interior, integrated safety and intelligent vehicle interaction, efficient fuel economy, as well as sporty performance. Now, even a compact Mercedes-Benz goes big on luxury. This SUV offers a commanding view of the road ahead within its nimble length. Comfort is never far as the GLA gives you more space to ride, more room to shop, hidden compartments to stow, and the confidence to be spontaneous whenever you're on the road. Stay tuned to ZFM Sport for more. Z. On to our Formula 1 report now. Daniel Ricciardo has indicated a lack of options as not the only reason he won't be in on the Formula 1 grid in 2023, insisting, quote, he needs a break from the sport to, quote, reset. Ricciardo, one of the most popular and arguably fastest drivers of the first decade, uh, confirmed in Japan he won't be racing next year, something that appeared inevitable after McLaren uh, cancelled his contract early following a prolonged poor run of form alongside Lando Norris. A Formula 1 pundit says Paul De Resta is being pushed out of the sport. He does have a con. McLaren don't want to use that contract, yep. which is why they're putting Piastri in the car. Uh, I'm not really sure where Daniel is. Um, he said mentally he's still in Formula 1, doesn't want to go elsewhere, and I believe that's his only chance of getting back. Uh, but up and down his paddock, you need to finish on such a high if you want to get back in here. He's not leaving through choice. He's been pushed out the door, so that even makes that a bit harder. He's still got age on his side, I believe, if he did want to come back. But I think with Daniel, he's done so much in Formula 1, the race wins he's had. You know, he represented Red Bull um, in a very dominant part over some great world champions. But if you look where he's going to be, does he want to come race with a Haas or a Williams? Probably not. I believe there's probably a better life out there. And winning races is what um, Daniel's challenge will be. Um, ultimately, I don't think he can stay at the sport too long, um, getting back into it. But at the same time, Daniel might have said, enough time in Europe. I want to go back to Australia and spend a bit of time with my family. See. Uh, the voice there of Paul DeResta. My apologies for saying that Paul DeResta is being pushed out. No, Paul DeResta was saying that Daniel Ricciardo is being pushed out of Formula One. And uh, in truth, it's hard to argue against him, but uh, Daniel Ricciardo hasn't made uh, the right sort of uh, moves in his career generally, has he, Mike? Yeah, no, he hasn't. Uh, and I think that's where it's uh, led him now yeah. uh, to a point where he doesn't have many options uh, as far as uh, driving is concerned for next season. I think he's 
is making the best decision. Uh, take a bit of a sabbatical. Mm. One year out, you know, breathe. we'll recharge uh, your batteries, uh, breathe, you know, just refocus uh, on what's important in Formula One, and that is driving well uh, and making sure that you win as many p- uh, p- points as possible and put in as many impressive performances as possible so that you remain relevant in the sport. Mm. Uh, and mm. right now, you know, uh, in terms of just the empty seats that may be available to available to him, Haas yeah. and, Williams, and Williams, and you know, yeah. he's looking at those and thinking, you know what, do I want to sign a long-term contract at those? Because those two teams will certainly want him to be in lockdown for three, four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to offer it, him yeah. the one-year contract uh, that yeah. he might want uh, with an eye to a better team. So I think he's done well to say, you know what, I know that at the end of next season, there are going to be a few more seats mm. available. And and I think uh, if he takes a sabbatical, Chris, uh, there won't be a shortage of takers because he's still pretty much one of the best drivers on the grid. Uh, he, he, he's got a bit of talent as well. Yeah, he's, he's got... A, a gang of talent. I think he's just, like Mike said, made some of the wrong moves and consequently there've been some new drivers who've come onto the scene as well and he hasn't been a topic. I think when you're taking a look at some of the teams that have been interested in him, uh, you're taking a look at your Williams, your Haas and I think he's still thinking to himself, I'm still better than a Williams or a Haas pick. So let me just take a bit of a breather. There's some new drivers, like I said, that have come in. So um, Oscar Piastri, um, he's gone over to McLaren and Nick DeFries went over to AlphaTauri. So there is that movement and guaranteed if he does take a break, doesn't take that contract, Mm. he might... It's still a risky move. I don't... I'm not confident in whoever advises Daniel Ricciardo after the moves he's made (laughs) in the recent past. The good move that uh, we all support is that he takes a bit of a sabbatical from the sport and it looks like he's headed in that direction. The one thing that is not changing is that Max Verstappen is champion uh, uh, in terms of the driver's uh, standings. Uh, Sergio Perez is second, of course. He's of Red Bull. Uh, Charles Leclerc is third of Ferrari. A reminder of your constructor standings as they stand Red Bull is out in front 619 points in second Ferrari in third Mercedes and in fourth Alpine Renault the next race is the United States Grand Prix and that's on Sunday Z. Right, the GLA is equipped with the latest driver assistance systems because uh, that's the vehicle we're talking about one of the latest uh, models to be rolled out by Zimoko in the year 2022 it's got the latest driver assistance systems and offers the highest level of active safety in the compact segment just some of the state of the art systems included are advanced options that help de-stress driving uh, simply tap a turn signal to make a lane change adaptive cruise can help steer manage vehicle speed and direction or stop and go in traffic a pair of seven inch screens help keep you informed entertained and in command simply say hey mercedes it's cold in here or I need directions and MBUX controls many features from the cabin lighting to the available navigation system. The GLA's advanced engine delivers 221 horsepower from a compact 2.0 litre engine. Lively torque is at your command over a wide range of RPM for a quick response anytime. For the information on the Mercedes-Benz GLA, contact the sales team at Zimoko on inquiries at zimoko.co.zw that's inquiries at zimoko.co.zw to learn the full feature list on this vehicle. Best of all, a unit is on display right now at Zimoko Sam Levy's Village Showroom. Contact Zimoko and and find out why Mercedes is the best or nothing. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands.
The Formula One Report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name's Graham Sharp, and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We take off in Australia where Karthik Mayapan lit up the T20 World Cup with a hat trick, but it was in vain as Sri Lanka dismissed the United Arab Emirates for just 73 to get their campaign back on track. The Asian champions were stunned by Namibia in the tournament's opening game on Sunday, a crushing 55-run defeat that left no room for error against the UAE with a 79-run win. Elsewhere, Basta lead took two wickets and made an unbeaten 30 as the Netherlands took a giant step towards the Super 12 with a tense five-wicket victory over giant killing Namibia. Let's head over to England. National rugby coach Eddie Jones is sure centralised contracts for his players will be considered when an agreement between the Rugby Football Union and the beleaguered Premiership is renewed in 2024. The financial governance of Rugby Union is under scrutiny with crises ongoing at clubs Worcester and Wasps. At the moment, clubs own players and loan them to England for test matches. It's just down in the United States. The new NBA season tips off tonight. And according to the betting odds, the new NBA season is the most wide open the league has ever seen. Sportsbooks have numerous legitimate contenders and no clear-cut favorite. The Golden State Warriors, Boston Celtics and LA Clippers are either favorites or co-favorites across the betting market with consensus odds of plus 600, which is the longest recorded odds for any opening night favorites. Let us know who you think is going to be able to win this season 0731-168-045 Get in touch with the team and have your say your way Operator Right, Anzi, I just switched on radio and I heard someone saying, if it leaks, we will let you know. That was Barry, by the way. Anzi, were you by any chance referring to the O-level maths paper too? Um, yeah. yeah. Barry, that leaks. <laughs> we're, 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 we have a copy of that, so uh, let us know after the show. <laughs> we're we're going we're, we're to put you on a WhatsApp group, okay? So, so if you're interested in the O-level maths paper too, uh, send us your record. Now we're just joking. There's we're subscription. just joking. <laughs> Pareka subscription. <laughs> in the US send us your messages your thoughts Karim Benzema crowned the best player in the world last night we're going to be running through those awards in a couple of minutes but in the meantime you can let us know what you think about the Zifa situation uh, and messages have been coming through uh, and Danzi <laughs> okay another uh, that is love joy makubure. What? But anyway, right, teacher B, Bond Mission says uh goalkeepers are overlooked when it comes to winning accolades. They often crown midfielders and strikers. I think defenders too uh, will say the same thing, Alois. Yeah, uh, I think uh, it is what it is. 
you know to be to 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 be honest it's it's, it's difficult you know because football is entertainment remember mm. it's uh, it's entertainment so the people that entertain people more are obviously the ones that are going to the creators to, to, and the scorers yeah yes to be honest a goalkeeper how many how many times does he touch the ball and when he touches the ball what exactly entertaining does he do mm. when he touches the ball <laughs> you, 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 you ask yourself so those kind of things they come into 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 play i, I can understand it's, it's very uh, he's thinking around uh, Thibaut Courtois last season mm-hmm. yeah. where in truth in the crunch matches yes we remember Benzema for his goals he won the but uh, I think Thibaut Courtois more than anyone take a look at the Champions League final yep. for example yep. Yep. Uh, without him without even, him even the highlights that they showed that, yesterday that, that, yeah. uh, so, so he was absolutely brilliant and so that might be his thing that's Chris Gray just love your voice wow so mm. amazing from Rue in Waterfall Some it's a guy yeah not oh. Rue uh, oh, I We've got clarification and group Rema Changani refers to Temba Mukanda who's on Z on Sunday. Oh, oh, yes, okay. That actually that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll I, ask him to add. I, I think he's got, of course, a, a group for his show uh, and uh, we're just going to, of course, ask him to add you. Well, those are some of the messages that we've received, but uh, time is not a friend. we got about 10 minutes and we thought, you know what? Why not talk about Karim Benzema, crowned Ballon d'Or winner for 2022? Your, your hit mu- music station, my station, your station, it's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo, the big leagues, the big teams, the big players, the beautiful game on ZFM Sport. Karim Benzema says he's become more ambitious with age as the Real Madrid and France striker won the Ballon d'Or last night and dedicated his trophy to the people. Benzema, who turns 35 in December, the day after the World Cup final, is five months older than Lionel Messi was when the Argentine won the most prestigious individual award in football for the seventh time last year. Let's hear from Karim Benzema. The Warsaw devant, devant moi, c'est une... This prize in front of me is makes me really proud. I was small. All the work I did, I never gave up. It was a childhood dream. I thought it was I had the motivation. Cette chose-là, ce rêve dans, dans la tête, parce que tout est possible. C'était beaucoup plus difficile pour moi. And of course, uh, Karim Benzema becoming the oldest uh, player to win uh, the Ballon d'Or since uh, Sir Stanley Matthews, uh, Stoke City legend. Uh, he won it, of course, uh, uh, the very first Ballon d'Or in 1956. And uh, the France international was always the clear favourite to, to win the award. Alois, and yeah. uh, rightfully so. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, the moment uh, Cristiano Ronaldo left Real Madrid, he took over. You know, he took over. He was he has been playing well, but last season. Uh, Honestly speaking, I think he took it to another level. Yeah, he took it to another level. And the fact that uh, his club side was also successful in so many uh, in so many ways. Uh, they won La Liga, they won the European Super Cup, they won the Champions League, and he was the the golden boot winner. You can you can you can you can only uh, reward uh, such a player. And he was the captain for that matter. The influence that he had and the way he was doing it as well with the assist, with the way he was rallying up uh, behind his team when all were down. 
around. I, I think he, he rightfully deserves it. He, he rightfully, really yeah, certainly does uh, rightfully deserve it. And uh, completing the podium, Sadio Mani and uh, Kevin De Bruyne, uh, Chris. And uh, <laughs> listen, uh, uh, <laughs> I am slightly surprised to see KDB uh, as high as third on the Ballon d'Or voting. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. I think when people are taking a look at KDB's exploits, when you take a look at very recent memory, and this is not even the, the season in which this is accounted for, KDB plays some great football, but his name is somehow just associated with great football now. Mm. So it's not necessarily that he's done anything spectacular in the period under review. It's just, it's KDB. Because I know who won him the, the, the podium finish. It was Peter Drury. The commentary. Yeah. The commentary. I'm telling the, you because the, the, the lyrics. And, and by that time, I'm just I'm just using British media uh, as as the and because they wax lyrical about yeah. Kevin De Bruyne could just make a simple instep pass and it's oh my god. Yeah. So 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 are they beneficiaries, uh, Man City especially because they went on to win the club of the year somewhat surprisingly oh, uh, ahead oh, oh, of Real Madrid. Yes. I mean that, yeah, that, that, yeah, that for me was a surprise. Yeah. Uh, here's a no. club that Real Madrid beat. Yes. Uh, on its way to uh, European glory. Won yes. uh, the English Premier League, yes. yes. But Real Madrid were won Spanish champions I, I and tr- won the Champions League. Mike, I truly believe my top three for Club of the Year would have been Real Madrid, second Liverpool, because this is a, here's a, a club that chased everything, okay? Got to finals and all sorts, and then possibly Man City. So how they become the team of the year, I will never know. Okay, but uh, let's talk a bit more about uh, Karim Benzema, uh, uh, Chris. I mean... It's, it's happening late in his career mm-hmm. uh, and uh, already you take a look at the way that this season will unfold. Uh, you know, already I think it's going to be another open uh, season as far as the Ballon d'Or is concerned because there are so many factors this season. It won't just come down to club form, uh, mm-hmm. which is the league and the Champions League. There's also World Cup that's oh, yeah. uh, smack bang in the middle yeah. of this season. That's going to have a very big influence. So Massive. I think of this season, I think... Uh, Players have got to put in performances all round, not just in one or two competitions, Mm -hmm. but you've also got to be a factor come the World Cup. Especially the World Cup. I think that is going to be the one distinguishing factor, how far your team goes, what was your participation in that particular um, competition. And it's such a big, this is the biggest showpiece in terms of global football. So naturally, I think it's going to have the most Massive, massive weight. Like that's hyperbole. It's going to be the heaviest factor when it comes to making that decision. Uh, Yeah, let's talk about Haaland because Haaland is not going to the World Cup. Yeah, Uh, and Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you know he's had a fantastic start at Man City, and no doubt uh, uh, Haaland for me, if he continues the way he's doing things this season, he's going to have a record-breaking season in England. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe he may well break that uh, goals record of uh, Mohamed Salah, Mm -hmm. uh, and. He's going to do amazing things. But does the fact that he is not going to be at the World Cup mean that, you know what, if, for example, let's say a Lionel Messi wins it with Argentina, it's almost certain that Messi will win the Ballon d'Or, no matter what anyone else does uh, in the league. Uh, If Mbappe wins the World Cup with France, he then has got a greater chance. If Neymar does the same thing with Brazil, or Benzema wins it with France, or, you know, that situation already, you will see those players will have an edge over Haaland, who's having an incredible individual season.
Yeah, I think uh, I think it will take a whole lot more for Haaland to act to win the World Cup, to win the Ballon d'Or if he is not because he's not going to the World Cup. He will have to do something great, and I think something Champions that, League and something yeah something else that is not within his uh, within his, uh, his his influence is if the player maybe they can win the World Cup but not outstanding. You can you can, you can yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Argentina can win the World Cup and Lionel Messi is not outstanding. If to win Argentina the World Cup, wins yes. the World Cup, Messi will yeah. win the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> Whether people like it or not, so it's, it's so just for one me, of those things so that, for me, that Chris talked about. Yeah. Where, uh, KDB is associated with, you know, good football. Same thing, you know. There'll always be that recognition that Messi has finally won a World Cup. Mm-hmm. It'll always be that. Now, whether he's been outstanding or not, it'll just be the fact that you know he's finally won a World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, but but if Valand puts in a show, mm. then they will they will they will they will anal- they will the analysis goes deeper. It will, it will have to go deeper uh, about, about if he if he is not out, the outstanding player. You can have Di Maria being the outstanding Argentinian player in that win. So you can if you can have uh, Pogba being the outstanding player in in France's win, then it doesn't necessarily mean that Mbappe is going to get it. So it's, it's those really are factors. Like that, though, yeah, an emotional vote. This those one. are those are factors that are going to tilt it. Vote. Yeah, those are factors that are, that will tilt it. Uh, to, towards Hall- if he does, we don't know if he's going to carry on anyway. Mm. So, with the way that City creates chances, he and, looks and the way that he takes chances, I mean, I, I can see him scoring. I mean, he's going to yeah. have days like he, he had against Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, he was up against Virgil van Dijk. Uh, you know, it's not easy. Um, Gomez was week, in yeah. inspired form. Mm. So, he, but you know, you don't play Liverpool every week. Yeah, exactly. Thank God. Yeah, you play on a full He's going to play on a full and, and he's, he's going to score. Uh, when it comes to the ladies' awards, Alexia Puteas, Chris, uh, crowned the best player in the world, Beth Mead uh, of Arsenal and England in second. You know, considering that Puteas was injured for uh, uh, quite a long time, there a lot of people thought that, you know what, Beth Mead with her exploits, yeah. uh, as well as what she did with England. Especially at the Euros. Yeah, yeah. She, she had as good a chance as anyone. A good as chance as anyone, but I think the same rules apply when we're taking a look at the women's Ballon d'Or, which is sentiment. Spain rules. Spain rules. <laughs> but, but also, to get out of border. I still think that if there ever was a time where yes. Beth Mead should have given it should have this one because Putea sat out the Euros Beth Mead was, was imperious won the whole thing so yeah come on give it to her and then uh, Gavi uh, best under 18 player Barry uh, beating off uh, the likes of uh, uh, Jamal Musiala as well mm. as Kamavinga uh, and Jude Bellingham I, I to be honest I thought that Jude Bellingham had an outside chance, yeah. but Gavi, no, Gavi I then was, uh, consider his performances even in the Spain national team mm, show yeah. to yeah. break through and become a starter at the age of 17 yeah. for a team that has got a depth of talent like Spain. That's ridiculous. And and also then to, to take the award uh, from uh, his predecessor, who's Pedri, who's again come out of La Masia. I think, listen, we need to acknowledge the work that is done at La Masia. They produce talent after talent. Spain owes a debt of gratitude to La Masia. Gavi is a phenomenal, phenomenal The way he plays, man. He plays like so, so, so I, I, I know we're wrapping up, but do, do we say that La Liga rules? Because best goalkeeper, yes. Yes. La Liga, yes. Ballon d'Or, yep. Karim Benzema, La Liga, mm-hmm. Real Madrid, yep. mm-hmm. uh, best female player, yep. La Liga, Barcelona, yep. best young player, mm-hmm. Gavi, Barcelona. 
lukke den bort. And after all, Barcelona is in crisis. <laughs> Alright, we're back Broke tomorrow. Wacky Wednesday, don't miss it. May God richly bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Manandi, out. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Mandel, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.